A Christian Debunks Creationism by Paul Martin, read by the author, copyright 2019, Paul Martin's Fine Films and Audio Books. Chapter 8. Is There Life in Outer Space? A few years ago, I was talking to a man about the possibility of life in outer space and he was a fundamentalist Christian and he gave me a look of utter disgust and he then started chuckling and he said, hoo, 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 people who think there's life in outer space are a bit stupid. And I said, why do you say that? And he said, because Venus is too hot for life and Mars is too cold for life. And I said, so what? That would just prove there's no life on Mars and Venus. How does that prove that there's no life in the rest of the universe, the rest of our galaxy, uh, in far-off distant galaxies? And he just sort of looked at me confused, like it had gone right over his head. I met another Christian girl, and I talked to her about the possibility of life on other planets, and she went wide-eyed and said, no, 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 there's, there's no life in outer space. God wouldn't allow it. And I looked at her dumbfounded because I thought, what does the Bible say? It doesn't say anything for or against life on other worlds. And I met other Christians who are just very fired up and vehemently against the idea of there being life out there. I don't know why. And it actually comes from creationism. The young earth creationists, people like Ken Ham, he did on Twitter, he said, real alien data will never exist because aliens aren't real. I thought, wow, you know this how. See, in order to know that there's no life in outer space, you'd need to fly a spaceship over every single planet in the universe. And of course that can't be done. So it will be impossible to ever prove that there's no life out there. But to prove that there is life out there, so far we don't know. As a teenager, I was very keenly interested in the UFO phenomenon and I read a lot of stories, a lot of anecdotes. Some of them were very hard to explain. Others were obviously the case of people who had smoked pot or suffered from delusions and a mental illness. And so far, no real evidence from UFO reports have proven convincing. In fact, it could be that every single one of these reports is a hoax. But even if every single one of them was debunked, it would have no bearing or proof on whether or not there is life in outer space. It would simply prove that as far as we know so far, Life in outer space hasn't reached us. That's all it would prove. 
And even if there are no other aliens or sentient beings out there, there may be other microscopic or simple forms of life on other planets. We simply don't know, but Ken Ham's belief is that a good God would not allow aliens to exist on other planets because then they would have to have faith in Jesus, without which they would burn in hell. Which is a bit silly, because if God could send his son, Jesus, to planet Earth to reveal who he is to us, there's no reason why he wouldn't do the same thing to any other planet where he created sentient beings to have a relationship with himself. There is also people who believe that the planet Earth is at a very, very precise position and that no life could exist anywhere else. I remember being told years ago that if the Earth was just a few degrees closer to the sun we would burn up and if we were a few degrees further away we would freeze. This is actually garbage. This is old school which has been debunked. In more recent years they've found that the earth could be about halfway to Venus or as far off as Mars and still harbour life and our temperature would not be significantly affected by that. But what does the Bible actually say about life forms? Well, it doesn't actually say anything. It doesn't say if there are life forms or not, so I think we ought not to dogmatically claim that there is or is not life in outer space until we have evidence. However, there is one trait about God, I notice, in Genesis chapter 1, verse 28, and God told Adam and Eve to be fruitful, multiply, and fill the earth. And Genesis chapter 1 tells us that the earth was formless and void or empty and God wanted it filled. So my question is, does God want these trillions and trillions of planets in our universe to all be empty or does he want them filled? Arthur C. Clarke, the astronomer, said... Sometimes I think we're alone in the universe, and sometimes I think we're not. In either case, the idea is quite staggering. But could life forms exist anywhere else in the universe? Could there be life forms on Mars or Venus? Could there be life forms on some of the moons of Jupiter and Saturn? And do we have proof that life forms could exist? So far we don't have any proof that there are life forms in these other planets and moons. But could some life forms live in a hostile environment like those planets? And the answer is yes. 
We know this because there are many life forms on Earth that live in extreme environments, and they're called extremophiles. And we have acidophiles, such as the Mucha racemosus, which is a mould, and we have acidobacteria, thermoplasmatales. These are small microscopic creatures that live in acid. We have thermophiles that survive in hot springs of boiling water. They also exist in hydrothermal vents at the bottom of the ocean and at the deep sea, which is like 1,500 metres, one and a half kilometres below the surface of the ocean, it has thousands of times more high pressure on an animal living down there as we do. So you'd think no life could possibly exist at the bottom of the ocean, but there are thousands of different species thriving at the bottom of the ocean with hardly any light, with enormous pressure, and great cold, and yet they're thriving there. And so these animals have simply evolved to live in these hostile environments. And the term hostile or extreme environments is actually a relative term. It's extreme from our perspective. But from these animals' perspective, where we live is probably extreme. Then we have methane-based animals, such as a mussel species that relies on methane to make energy in the North Atlantic Ocean at a cold seep. And I say this because Saturn has a moon called Titan. And that is a methanosphere. It has methane, oceans of methane, in fact. It would probably stink terribly if you visited there. But could there be life? Well, it's possible, but I know that some forms of life from Earth could survive in an environment like that. And is there life in outer space? Yes, there is. Now, some of the listeners are probably thinking, say what? I'll explain. The International Space Station has astronauts. Okay, that was a bad joke, but now getting serious. The International Space Station has life forms that they've put outside of the space station where they're exposed to the blackness of space, to the well, not to the elements, just to space. And these life forms include lichen and fungi and other forms of bacteria. And they've put them outside the space station where they have intense ultraviolet radiation, extreme temperature variations. And these bacteria, algae, lichen and fungi at the time of this report, which was March the 27th, 2019, 
from Science Alert, and the article was entitled Strange Earth Organisms Have Somehow Survived Living Outside the ISS. And at the time that this report was made, these life forms had been living for 533 days of survival outside of the space station. So there you are. Some life forms could even survive floating on meteorites and rocks from planet to planet or across space. They've also found Martian meteorites that have landed on Earth from or landed in places like Antarctica and they have fossils of what might be a life form. But we don't have enough information to be presumptuous. We can't be like Ken Ham because in science we need evidence. And since there is no absolute certainty of life so far we can't say that there is but we are starting to get closer and closer to hints that there could be life there was the wow signal in 1977 and it was a radio signal that was sent to earth for 72 seconds and People have not been able so far to explain it away as a natural phenomenon, and it may have been an intelligent alien civilization contacting us. But if there is life in outer space, the question is will it reach Earth? And it's a sobering thought to think that the planet Earth had two civilizations that did space travel the United States and the Soviet Union, and in the 20th century those two nations almost wiped each other out through a nuclear war. Now, in many other planets around the universe, if there is civilization, will they last long enough to survive? And that's something to think about. If there is life in outer space it may never reach us but nevertheless it could well be there when I was a kid in the 1980s it was not known for sure if there were any planets outside of our own solar system today there are many thousands of them known they're called exoplanets and there are thousands more that are candidates, there is possibly billions of Earth-like planets in the Milky Way galaxy alone. We already know of thousands of exoplanets and the same debris left from the Big Bang means that other stars will have planets like us.